0: Every leader has a different story when it comes to creating a culture of wellness within an organization. Hello and welcome to Upon Arrival, a show that uncovers stories and strategies that make up all the moving parts of business events tourism with me, Adelaine Ung. This is another Green Room episode while I'm away for work and doing some major catch-ups, including with family members overseas whom I've not seen since COVID hit. As my team and I combed through the archives of this podcast, looking for gems, this very interesting perspective about mental health for leaders came up. Now, we've come a long way from the taboos to even connecting the word mental health to any individual. Many would argue we're still not there yet. But what if we shifted the words mental health to mental fitness? That opens up a different paradigm of possible conversations, as my guest from episode 12, El Quang, explained. L is currently the Chief Commercial Officer for the Venues Collection in Sydney, a move he made recently. At the time of our interview for the episode, L was the founder and strategic advisor for Beam, a content and experience curating service based in Singapore, plus a ton of other hats in the business event space. And what he said then still applies now. In fact, I feel this is one of those things we need to be constantly reminding ourselves about and be giving some priority to. Have a listen.
1: One of the things that i was very motivated to talk about mental fitness instead of just mental health perhaps the the keywords mental health i guess unintentionally let people focus on depression and you know less or better words you know the negative um, uh, connotations of mental health uh of course we in like to get better so i believe that and my team also believe that obviously our health is our wealth. And fitness, you know, if you look at physical fitness, we have to pay for a gym membership, but attend it in order to achieve some of our goals. We just can't pay for a membership and suddenly we've got very good biceps without lifting a finger. So in terms of mental fitness, it's the same. We have to work at it. You know, even if we go to the gym every day, if we stop for three weeks, we'll lose some muscle mass same thing with mental fitness. If we don't uh, set boundaries for ourselves, if we don't define uh, what works for us and don't practice it, it's all theory. It's it's not going to work. So I I feel that if we can talk to different leaders or even people who are becoming leaders to understand how they think. And I think it's a great, I would say less or a better word, Therapy uh, uh, for people to, to 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 tune in and say, "Oh my God, you think the same way as I do." Because I think when you are, when we are feeling a little bit insecure, we won't necessarily put it on Facebook because of the shame factor. So more often than not, people tend to be a little bit lonely because pre-COVID we have got this judgment of. Oh my God, you are depressed. So that means we're gonna have to limit your insurance or whatever it is, right? Or uh, are you can you still perform well and things like that? Um, but unfortunately, they don't see the 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 write up that uh, depressed people tend to be highly functional at work, and and oh, so I
0: didn't yes, hear that.
1: yes Google it you will you will find it, and that's why it's such a misunderstood or under under informed. I guess, uh, uh, mental illness that's happening out there. So for us, it's really every leader has a different story uh, in terms of how they keep mentally fit. Some people, they love competition. That's what they breathe. And, you know, they live and breathe every moment of that. Some people are just not at, as good facing competition. They prefer to keep it small and boutique. So so I think is to offer a diverse uh, opinion, so that whoever feels that, you know, I can take a leave of Jackie Temple, I can take a leave of Martin Serg, or even Oscar from MCI, it's up to them to do so. And that's that's what we want to do, continue that human conversation.
0: That's really helpful, Elle. Um, what are you doing yourself to keep mentally fit?
1: For me, my routine is pretty, I would say, predictable. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I not so because I can't predict it at the moment.
1: I, I <laughs> think for those who, who know me quite well, I mean, I I tend to um, you know wake up, either I go for a, a short run or I go to the gym for some weights. And I'm not into. I don't think I can be like you know six pack and everything. But uh, but that's not my goal anyway. But the thing is really to kickstart my body. So that's the whole intention. And I love doing that quite early in the morning if I can do it. By six AM, uh, even out the door by six AM, it'll be wonderful to catch the sunrise in Singapore by about six thirty, six forty-five. It's a beautiful moment to celebrate the day and just remind ourselves that hey, it's a brand new day. And then when I come back, I'll go for a walk and I'll go to the market, buy some ingredients, and I'll start prepping food for the day. And then perhaps I will uh, start, you know, my work day at about nine thirty or ten, and try to finish it by five. But the one one key thing that I've changed is to make sure that I only schedule up to sixty percent uh, of my timetable of my share, of my calendar, and keep the rest sort of like really free, um, so that you know just in case there's a last-minute piece of business I can catch or some fires that I have to I have to put out, or I can just go sit around and watch Netflix. I feel that I have a sense of, better sense of control that way. Instead of, used, I used to pack my schedule to like 125% and always running late or always cutting short meetings. Um, I, I find it not as productive anymore.
0: That was El Kwang, And to that, I told him I thought setting aside 40% of our time or resources to tackle whatever may need to happen was a really healthy margin. So that begs the question, ask yourself, if a new opportunity came up, or an emergency, do you have 40%, even 30%, even 20% of your time that can easily shift so you can seize the day or save it if you need to? That's a challenge I'm posing to both you and myself. I'm Adeline Own. Do check out the show notes for more about Elle. And if you want to catch the full version of this interview, go look for episode 12. And hey, If you want to do what I'm doing and start a podcast interviewing, inspiring people in your space, reach out at uponarrivalpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to help you out. I'll be back soon with more stories and strategies for a successful future. Till then, Cheers.